Welcome to the official Autodesk Inventor podcast. My name is Garen Gardner. I'm an inventor product manager, and this is episode number 39. So it's been a month or so since we've had a podcast out. Many of you, I've actually received several emails wondering if I'm still doing it. I am. Uh, the last month and a half, I've been uh, on holiday and between AU. It's been a little chaotic, but hopefully I'm back to a regular schedule. This particular episode, you know, a lot of episodes we talk about modeling, assemblies, um, you know, different things in the, the modeling environment. But this, this episode, I want to spend some time actually in the drawing environment. That's where many of you spend your time. And um, this episode will be hopefully beneficial for those of you who've used Inventor for quite a while. But I think it's more uh, in line with, you know, if you're just coming up to speed or you've, you haven't used Inventor for, a, you know, for too long, there's some, some tips that can help you get rolling. So with that, I'm going to go over to a drawing. Uh, you'll, you'll notice that I have a 3D model. This is a, a one of the sample inventor models. I've made a couple of slight modifications, and then I've created a drawing. In this drawing view, I've just got the three views, and I've made a, a couple of modifications to the layers. I've added a, a couple of colors in the layers just to add clarity. But the first thing that we want to do is I'm going to start off by adding some center lines. And you know, Inventor has the way if you go into the annotation area, uh, you can come in and place center lines. But you know, that's uh, <clears throat> that's per hole. But if you want to automate this a little bit, you'll notice you can go to a drawing view. You can tell it to to create your center lines. You can tell it the type of geometry to place it on. I'm going to use default settings. Hit OK. If I zoom in, you'll notice that I have center lines here. Now, if I want to do it on a side view. I can also do much the same thing. We'll tell it that we want those center lines, and I'm going to tell it that we want side views, the, the side view center line. You'll notice that it places a center line. Now, the center line sizes are all managed through the style library or the, the style editor. So you can actually go in and tell it to offset the, the uh, center lines out a little bit or, or to, to be a little bit larger if you want, and they'll associatively update if you go in and make those changes. So with that, we also want to be able to retrieve some dimensions. So in my 3D model, I've, I've placed a bunch of dimensions to create this. And you know, manually, manually, I can come in and add additional dimensions now that I've created my drawing views and place a couple of, of dimensions in here as far as how big the holes are, their location, things like that. But I can also come in and tell it that we want to retrieve any of those model dimensions. So you'll notice by right-clicking, I can tell it to get model annotations or retrieve dimension, sorry. And I can select either the entire part, which will get the dimensions from everything, or I can do it per feature. So I can say, you know, I just want a couple of feature dimensions. So let's let's actually cancel out of that. We'll do it by feature. Select a couple of these features and you'll notice that it adds them. Or in this case, we'll do the entire part. That's fine. And then once it's displayed those, I may want to tell it which ones we really want to grab. And I can grab all of them or just a handful of them. We'll grab them all. 
and then you know we we could also do something if we want to arrange these differently I can tell it to get all the model dimensions and I'm just going to tell it to arrange those dimensions and based on whatever style I'm using it'll use that style information and arrange them accordingly now I also may want to move some of these dimensions around you'll notice that I have a 1.75 dimension this came from the model but I want to move it over to a different view so in this case we may want to we just right click on it we'll tell it that we want to move the dimension to a different view and now you'll notice that let's uh, zoom in a little bit and we'll align that dimension a little differently but we've now moved the dimension from one view to another so we can recover the dimensions we can move the dimensions around but we can also since they came from the actual model you'll notice that if I right click on it we can tell it we want to edit the model dimension and this allows us to just as we, just as if we were at the 3D model I can come in and say let's do two inches and you'll notice that it's going to update all the the views so now it, it actually if I go back to the 3D model you'll notice it's been updated also now this isn't always a good idea uh, if you're doing single part files this is this is a great thing you can do it in the in the drawing environment if you're working in an assembly or a part that's being referenced in an assembly you may want to just go back to the 3D model and make the change but there are times when this is useful um, there are some organizations that will lock this functionality down so when you install you actually have the option to turn this on or off it's on by default if you if you don't have this available um, it's been disabled when somebody's installed Inventor on your machine. All right, a couple of other things that we can do. So we've moved the dimensions, we've edited the dimensions, uh, made the, the model bigger or smaller based on that. But what if we also wanted to add some text in here that had parametric information? So you'll notice that I can go into my text editor and we can say that from, you know, in this particular case, we're only working with a single part file, so I only see that one component. If this were a subassembly, I would have all the different components I could choose from. I have model parameters or user parameters. So under model, you'll notice I have all the D0, D1. I've renamed a couple. Underneath user parameters, you'll notice that if I've created any user parameters, they're available as well. So I'm going to take this length dimension change the precision to be two decimal places and insert it into my my format text now I'm gonna to go to my model dimension and use we want to insert width but I'll probably do something like I'll, I'll use inch and then we'll do by width with the same precision and we'll also type in inch so with this we can see that we have formatted it how I've wanted I've added some additional text and the the great thing about that in fact it's a little small let's just bump that up to be a little larger text we'll move it up so now if we go back into this dimension and we'll modify it again we'll edit that model dimension and we'll change it from two inches to 1.75 that's what it originally was we notice that it updates the model size it also updates this text now the way that we've set up the text and everything I could go back to the model make that 1.75 change in the 3d model and this and and it'll update the drawing view update this text as well the same thing so I'm just making it easier for myself to modify it in the drawing so this is a great way to be able to leverage parameters and information from your 3d model and have it associative to your 2d drawing now what if you wanted to do some other things like what if we wanted to have a, a leader with information like this you'll notice if you go into your leader dialog you have much the same setup that I could come in and do the same exact thing we'll say that uh, we're going to use user parameters length we will insert that 
you have to remember to, to use this D0. This is the, the add parameter. If you just select all of these things and then hit OK, it's not actually inserting it in. So just make sure that once you get the, the values that you want, that you change the precision and then insert it into your view. We'll hit OK. So now you have the exact same thing. And again, one last time, we'll come in and say, let's edit this. We'll say that um, we're going to change it back to something like 2.25. We notice that it changes here, the model has been updated, the dimension over here has changed, and this text has changed. So it's just a great way to link this stuff together. It's associative, so if you change it in one area, it's updated everywhere. Now finally, what we'll, cover, what, what we'll talk about is what about doing balloons? What if I want to be able to have something like the mass for uh, in a balloon? So instead of having the balloon with the item number, we may want to show the mass or the material or something else. So one of the things that you can do is we'll place a balloon and I'm just going to use my regular balloon command. We'll place it over here and it's using the regular, you know, just the, the, the default style for that particular balloon. Now I've created a new style. You'll notice that I can come over here, hit the drop down and perhaps I didn't save it in here, which is just fine. We want to create a, a new one anyway. So let's go over to our style editor and we can see exactly how to create a new style here. We'll give it just a second to launch the editor and I'm going to go into my balloon area. You'll notice that usually I filter out to local styles. You can do all styles, you can do active standards. I like to do local. That just means anything that I've used that's in this document is in my local. And I'm going to create a new style. So I'm just going to come over here to the ANSI. We'll do a new style. And I'm going to name it Mass, since that's what I want to show as Mass Properties. So now if I come in here, you'll notice that I have different options for my balloon. This is the shape, what it's going to look like. And I want it to be in a circle, or if, or, or if the text is longer, it'll give it kind of a, a um, slot type of shape. And then instead of the item, you'll notice that we have two options in here, an item and a quantity. This is if you're using a balloon that has a, a split where you can have item up top and something else below. We're going to remove both of those. And I'm just going to put mass in here. So now we have our regular shape. It's going to display the mass. And you'll notice all the things that you can show in here. Now if you're using something custom, you actually can have custom parameters. And you'll notice that you have you know, they, they've broken these out, but you can use custom with uh, whatever the name is. Click new property, type in that custom, and you should be able to get that to show up as well. But in this case, we're just going to use mass. I'm going to hit OK or done. Now when I come over and select this, let's go back to our annotation. You'll notice that we have the new mass in here. So now that's going to show the mass, and the mass is getting its information from the 3D part as far as the, the settings. So if I wanted to change that to, to pounds or whatever else, you could actually change that. So this is just a, a couple of things here to get an idea of once you place your drawing, there are a number of things you can do. Um, and then one last thing that I, I get quite a few questions on this. Um, what if I want to sketch something on my drawing view and make sure that it stays? So you know what, what happens oftentimes is you know you come in here, there's a create sketch command, you create a sketch. Let's say that you want to add maybe some text in here. So you place some text. Let's bump that up a bit bigger. And it looks great. You kind of position it where you want. 
But then what happens, let's make sure I grab the right uh, arrow. Let's just grab that and move it over. So now I decide that I want to move this, this drawing view over somewhere. I need to finish the text first. So there we have it. We can drag it around and, and kind of put it where we want. But now when I move the view, you'll notice that that text doesn't move with it. It's not associative. This is a, the default behavior of Inventor. And um, although if you want to, if you want to be able to have a drawing view attached to a particular view or a sketch attached to a view, if you pick the view first and then create the sketch, so it's a, a subtlety there, but if you pick the view and then create a sketch, now you've associated it to that particular view. So now we'll do something similar. We'll put in some text, specify a size. You know, I can move this around just as we did before. If I return up, I can still come in and move that around. But now if I move the drawing view, you'll notice that that text is associative to the view. Now you can't take a sketch that's not associative to a view and link it to a view. That would be nice. But in this case, if, if, uh, if you want text, and it doesn't have to be text. This can be geometry as well. If you want to do that, you've got to select the view first and then come in and put different geometry. So, you know, just to show a couple of other things we may want to do in here, um, you know, you could place geometry, you could do a, a fill on one of these, do something like a, a solid fill. Didn't get the, the right color, but anyway, so with that, now if I grab that view, drag it around, you'll notice that the text and all the geometry works. Now one final thing with this is you may also want to parametrically put some of this geometry in a certain location. So you may have um, a, a, a hole or a sticker or something that you want to show in the drawing but not actually reflect it in the 3D model. So one of the things you can do is project an edge. So you'll notice that I go into project. I can project an edge. Now I can come in and dimension this. So we just say let's dimension to the center and we'll say it's two inches over we may want to say that this is 0.5 diameter and you know if we wanted to dimension its height or where it's located in position you know vertically we could do that as well so once we've got that in place I hit OK now we see the hole is positioned exactly where we want um, I, I can't pick and drag it around it's, it's locked down we've removed that degrees of freedom now we can see that as I drag the view around everything updates so hopefully those handful of things are helpful. We have the uh, the auto center lines move dimensions from one view to another. If you've if you've uh, recovered those from the 3D model, you can edit those dimensions, and you can also create text that links to parametric data. So you know this this dimension below 2.4, it was the width and the height, you know kind of the envelope of this part, and it's associative using those parameters. Um, you can also add uh, balloons, you know, put put different things like mass in the balloons and be able to show those, and also in liters. And then finally being able to create a sketch and overlay it on top of a, a view and actually have it associative to that view. So those are a handful of really quick drawing tips. Hopefully that's helpful. And uh, with that, we'll have another podcast next month. Hopefully many of you guys are on the, the beta site or uh, the, the the new inventor 2011 beta so that you can get a, an idea of some of the new functionality with that if not i'll put a link so that you can actually go out and check that out and with that hopefully you guys are enjoying and we'll catch you next month